friend who recently learned his wife was cheating on him with a colleague. They had been having problems for a while now. You know, small fights, less sex. When the affair was confirmed, she admitted that she had slept with him multiple times and felt no remorse. She cheated because he didn't make her feel beautiful anymore. She cheated because he didn't make her feel special anymore. He made her cheat. How many times have you been in one of these situations? How many times were you the cheater? What made you cheat? What was missing from your relationship that you needed to fulfill it somewhere else? Admittedly, I've been on both sides of this. Back in my younger days of dating, I could never be fulfilled in a relationship. And it took many years to learn that I needed to make myself happy first before I could share my life with someone else. I was also cheated on by an ex who told me, this is verbatim, that he can't help but to find other girls more attractive than me. I'll never forget that day. I was so upset. And I believe that he was right. He did end up cheating on me physically with a girl at his work. And I knew it was my fault because, of course, I wasn't good enough. We split for a little while. And maybe when she realized what a little turd he was, I won him back. I felt like I won because I stole him back from her. What kind of sound-minded person wants to get back with someone that hurt them like that? But that's the problem with being cheated on. We feel so bad like we truly weren't good enough for that person. What we don't realize is that the problem lies with the cheater. That person is so broken inside and needs these extra people to feel good about themselves because they can't find their own true happiness. Listen, I'm not saying that the cheater is a victim. Please don't get that wrong. That's not what I'm saying. Sometimes the cheater is just an ass who was looking for ass. We know this. I'm talking to the person that's been cheated on because you, you are not less than. You are not the reason they cheated and you need to stop going back to them thinking that they will change. Let me rephrase that because I do believe that people can change, but those people first have to learn that they are the problem. If you are this person, what are you missing? What has happened in your life that you need to fill these holes with meaningless sex and fake connections. Why is it that when you see someone new, you start making up all these non-existent problems in your head that you have with your current girlfriend or boyfriend? All of a sudden we hate the things that used to not bother us. Like, you know, your boyfriend goes out and parties too much, but when you guys first started dating, that's what you guys did together, but now it's a problem or whatever the situation is. You know, we can dive deeper into the world of social media where only narcissists and crazy people post selfies waiting for the likes to roll in. Is that a form of cheating? Better yet, where do you and your partner stand on social media posts? Because speaking from experience, I've been posting half naked pictures online for eh, like nine years now, and it has never been a bother for my husband. But I am certain that there are people out there who see my pictures and think, I cannot believe she posts stuff like this. She's married. Look, I love to model. 
that's what you want to call it. <laughs> it's fun and I can be creative with a trusted photographer who I feel comfortable with and my husband knows and feels comfortable with. And you know what, honestly, I've come a long way from meeting sketchy dudes on Model Mayhem. Okay, so give me some credit. But is it necessary to share social media with your spouse? I'm not against it. I actually don't know anyone personally that does this. But you know, maybe if two people have a relationship, one doesn't really do social media. So maybe the wife or the husband or whatever just names it after both of them so they could share pictures of the kids for out of town family. I don't know. I feel like this is the only way that kind of makes sense. Um, and I believe with today's technology and social media, it's a direct reason why marriages don't last anyway. And I think it's easier for people to cheat now. You know, you constantly have everyone's highlight reel being shoved down your throat and these fake perfect relationships to compare yours to. No wonder people think the grass is greener. I personally know multiple people that post the most over-the-top things on Instagram about their incredible significant other, and they're freaking miserable in their relationship. So then you have these normal happy couples that are looking in from the outside thinking that their relationship sucks because they aren't doing the over-the-top shit that the other couple's doing. And then in reality, this Instagram couple isn't even close to happy. They just post these pictures for other people to think that they are. The real issue here is that you can't build a life with someone if you're broken. I don't want to say that. I don't think you can build a life with someone if you're not trying every day to put your broken pieces back together on your own. We can't just expect to hand someone a puzzle without the box with the picture on it, all these missing pieces, paper torn off of the ones that they have, and expect them to figure out what to do with it. You can't expect a person to make you whole when you don't even know what whole is. You know, my advice to the broken, accept your brokenness and try to fix it. If you want someone to be a part of your life, be upfront with them and don't be ashamed of who you are. I think we're all broken in one way or another. I was a bunch of broken pieces, once too, or yeah. <laughs> my dad wasn't around much when I was younger. I know what you're thinking. Daddy issues. Yes. <laughs> yes. And when my dad was around, he was half of a person. I could talk about this now because my dad and I, we have a much better relationship. I accepted his faults and I have forgiven him in my heart. But back then, I didn't understand the drinking or the addiction. And when I got older, I just got more angry and more confused. And I couldn't understand why anyone would choose anything over their kids, especially drugs and alcohol. But to elaborate on the half a person that I'm talking about, the first time my husband met my father, I invited him over to the house for dinner. My dad went outside to cook the steaks and my sister and I made the rest of dinner inside. When my dad came back in the house, the steaks were burnt to a crisp and my dad was barely conscious. And all I could think was, what the hell was this man doing outside? As he started to nod off, the dinner rolls hadn't even hit the table yet, and he was already passed out. My niece, Kaylee, she was about six at this time, looks over and says, what's wrong with grandpa? I was like, dad, stop. His eyes barely fluttered open, and he started eating directly from the serving dish with his spoon. I was mortified. <laughs> I didn't even want to look at Chris. 
I just knew that he was never coming back after seeing this three ring circus. But he didn't run away. He actually found it quite amusing, aside from the fact that I was upset. But at that moment, I knew that he could handle and accept my brokenness. He could love the parts of me that I hated. And it took a while, but I was able to accept myself and accept that I was capable of being loved. And I don't want to be contradictory because I think that people can learn their worth without depending on the love of someone else. We're all capable of love no matter what we've done wrong. Too many people believe that they're only their past and all of their mistakes. And then that's what holds us back from true love and true potential. And I also believe in giving people a second chance. Sometimes we need to believe that there's a human in there and we need to fight our own battles and figure shit out and be with someone who's going to cheer us on through it. But I don't believe that you should sit back and let someone treat you like shit over and over again. That's kind of like the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Too often we say, this is the last time. And that could be from the cheater or the person being cheated on that believes that the cheater won't do it again. So the same woman from the story earlier who was both the other woman and the cheater in her situation soon found out that although this was her first affair, the other guy had actually done this multiple times. He was seeking therapy with his wife and regularly going to church and praying with his family. One, I do not judge or blame wife number one for trying to work through this with her husband. You know, maybe they have kids and a house together and it gets really messy when people try to divvy those things up. I get it. And when the person you love betrays you, you don't just fall out of love with them. It's not that easy, right? But wife number one, I hope this is the last time he does this to you. And as for wife number two, the mistress and the cheater, she was pretty upset to find out that she wasn't his first or only mistress because her reason to cheat was to feel special and now her life has blown up in her face. So let's talk about a more publicly known couple, Will and Jada Smith. For those of you that are not up to date on this tea, supposedly Will and Jada split briefly and Jada was involved with August Delcina. By the way, if you haven't seen the Red Table Talk remixed video after this entanglement conversation, please look it up. It's freaking hilarious. I can't get it out of my head. (laughs) The beat is just killing me. But everyone keeps talking about how devastated Will Smith is over learning about his wife's entanglement. (laughs) Love that word. Uh, But for a couple like the Smiths, do you really think that one of the best actors of our generation didn't do Red Table Talk? his wife's TV show to boost her ratings, or August Alsina's record, he just dropped an album. And there's still an old rumor that they're swingers anyway. Do you really think that they care what we think if it's helping them get paid? It's a possibility anyway, but whatever it is, they're choosing to stay together, which is also something that has nothing to do with us. God, and that's the worst too. When everyone hates your significant other and thinks you guys should break up, Whether they cheated or not, your family or friends can see when you're not being treated well. Again, speaking from experience, I was with a guy that my whole family hated. But I was young and dumb and wanted to prove them wrong. I'm not saying your friends and family are always right. But if you have people that truly care about you, 
you should at least listen and respect their opinion, not move in the guy like what I did. <laughs> also, by the way, we're not talking about the guy I married, so we're all on the same page. But if you are now lost with my stance on the subject, let me clear it up. Cheating is wrong. It should never happen. If you get cheated on, it is not your fault. And if you cheat, you need to dig real deep and find the root of your problems. Okay, moving on. I have another friend who, after having a baby, she didn't have the sex drive like she used to. She didn't feel sexy and, you know, but who does after having a baby? Her boyfriend has needs and expressed to her that she needed to fulfill these needs or he would fulfill them somewhere else. Now, this can be kind of controversial because some say, well, he did warn her what was going to happen. Others would be disgusted because, I mean, she's just recovering from having a baby in all kinds of ways, her body, her mental, like she's just not feeling it. But do you think cheating is justified if you clearly explain to your partner that they're not giving you what you need and you needed to get it somehow? Listen, I believe that sex is an important part of a relationship, but is your relationship even important to you if you clearly tell your partner you're going to cheat on them? I think that if you feel strongly enough about having sex with anything and hurting the mother of your child like that, it's best to maybe just break up with her. Just my thought. If you can consciously make a decision, speak it out loud, and then follow through with said decision, you can also put those really hard words together and break up with your girlfriend. Yeah? One thing that has always stood to be true, and I say it often, there are three sides to every story. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors. There's his side, her side, and the truth. But you know in your heart, if you're in a relationship that isn't serving you anymore, you know when you're being treated like shit and you need to accept when it's time to walk away. Life can get messy, but make it a messy life that brings you peace and not a headache every day. Again, thank you for joining me. Go to missyposturely.com to stay up to date on episodes and check out my blog. Or you can always find me on Instagram you at missyposturely. You can hit me when it's over. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up?